I am Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are studying the episode where Jesus privately attends the Feast of Booths. This is found in John chapter 7, verses 2 through 13. Follow along with us as we read. After this, Jesus went about in Galilee. He would not go about in Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Now that the Jews' feast of booths was at hand, so his brother said to him, Live here and go to Judea, that your disciples also may see the works that you are doing. For no one works in secret if he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For not even his brothers believed in him. Jesus said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always here. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify about it, that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not going up to this feast, for my time has not yet fully come. After saying this, he remained in Galilee. But after his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he also went up, not publicly, but in private. The Jews were looking for him at the feast and saying, Where is he? And there was much muttering about him among the people. While well, some said, He is a good man. Others said, No, he is leading people astray. Yet for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. So, this is the first time recorded that we have Jesus going to the Feast of Booths, right? And the last time. And the last time. Because <laughs> uh, this is the fall mm -hmm. um, of the last full year of ministry. Jesus was crucified in the spring, so this is about half an year before crucifixion. Yeah, and he's... Um, now transitioning again his ministry is going to go to samaria and perea perea after so jesus now is coming here down to jerusalem to be present there uh, he has this exchange with his brothers why are you working in secret because uh, jesus had been private for previously but this was not um, a strategic advice for his ministry they didn't want to help Verse 5 says, not even his brothers believed in him. Yeah, they but, wanted proof. They wanted to see if, if, if Jesus is supposed to be this person, then, then yeah. show yourself. Maybe it was even a little bit sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, oh, you are doing so much here. Why don't you do uh, these miracles in Jerusalem? So Jesus says, my time has not yet come. Very interesting. After his brothers had gone up to the feast, his time has come. But during the conversation, his time has not yet come. Mm -hmm. I connect in my mind this uh, story with the first miracle performed by Jesus at a wedding in Cana. His mom went to him and said they have no more wine. And Jesus um, responded, what do I have to do with this? And with you, my time has not come yet. So after a while, after talking to his father, mm -hmm. uh, he received instruction from heaven what to do. That means his time has come. Yeah. 
So uh, what I like in this story is, uh, it is not written here, but it is uh, part of the gospel. It's, it's part of the, the big picture. Jesus Christ connects with his father, maybe the next day or a couple of days later, and uh, he receives the, those uh, details for the next day. And uh, the instruction from heaven are, now you go. Yeah. I like how Jesus is described here as very human. Because it would appear, just face value reading through this, Jesus is lying. Yeah. When he says, you go up to the feast, I am not going up uh -huh. um, to this feast, for my time has not yet fully come. And, and so the brothers go, and then Jesus secretly goes, or privately goes to the feast. So it would appear that Jesus is is lying here, but he's not. No, like like you said, he's waiting for that instruction. In fact, in some manuscripts, it said, I am not yet going. Mm -hmm. um, like, I, I'm not yet going to the feast. But either way, he's waiting for that time, and when he has the instruction, he's going. So I think it's important to point out. Yeah. Uh, imagine that he would have gone as everyone did, the whole family together, they would have had this kind of conversations about uh, they expressing, their, his brothers expressing their unbeliefs, and that will not be productive to go all the way from Galilee mm -hmm. to Jerusalem, that is you know, a couple of days of walk, and you just talk about that. So what does this passage tell us about God? I see in this story that God is in control, that uh, all the details of this story are somehow decided in heaven and revealed to Jesus Christ through that private communication, communion that we call prayer. And in the same way, the details of our lives are determined in heaven. They are revealed to us in a way or another. Sometimes we hear that small voice that talks to us. Other times we make so much noise that that voice uh, uh, cannot communicate the will mm -hmm. of God in heaven. And, uh, uh, and also because we do not always listen to that voice, we might be living on God's plan B or C or D or God forbid Z or Y mm -hmm. or Z. <laughs> so this is uh, um, how I see God as being in charge of everything and, and some small details, when to go, when to leave home, um, uh, what uh, job to take and, or decline, uh, what uh, man or woman to take uh, as a spouse, big details as well as very small details in life can be understood or can be received uh, only when we have a strong and open communion with the heaven and when we put our will in neutral. Mm -hmm. So whatever God tells us, we are ready to do. I think the way this text is speaking to me today, teaching teaching me about God, God's time is not my time. Beautiful. Um, there are so many times where I feel God should work in this way. And I, I think of all the youth and all the college students I, who are heading off to college and starting their 
their future and thinking, what, God, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember myself being there, God, what do you want me to do? And, and sometimes God's timing is not our timing. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to wait. And it could be a one-day wait, an hour wait. It could be a 10-year or a lifetime wait. Um, I remember that gospel song that says, in his time, God makes all things beautiful. Yeah. So I, I love that thought that I'm not always right. Mm-hmm. And and my way is not the best way. That I need to look to God and look for his way. So um, how is this passage speaking to us today? What can we do about it? Could we share it with anyone? When I read this story, I was a little bit embarrassed for Jesus' brothers who heard his story from their mom, who saw him growing up. Um, They maybe went with him at a temple when he turned 12, when Jesus Christ realized who he was and he is the Messiah, the Lamb of God. And they heard about all these miracles Mm -hmm. uh, performed in Galilee because Nazareth was not too far from Capernaum where Jesus established his headquarters for one full year, the ministry in Galilee. They heard the stories coming back from uh, Phoenicia, from uh, uh, province of Syria, from uh, Decapolis, uh, the eastern Roman colonies, east of the, the lake, and, 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 and also from the south. And they still did not believe in him. Sometimes it is hard for those close to you to see a change in your life, to see you being used by God, uh, to hear what you have to say, uh, not on behalf of yourself, but on behalf of God. Mm -hmm. And this is what Jesus said, that prophets are not uh, many times valued or appreciated in their own hometown or in their own families. So this is what I'm I'm trying to figure out, Uh, Lord, how can I be a believer in uh, the setting that you put me, in my family? How can I see that you are living other people's lives as well as or in the same uh, measure that you are living my life? Uh, How can I see the work of God in others? Um, How can that be more obvious and and how can that strengthen our faith? Very nice. I look at the end of this passage. This is what's speaking to me today. Well, some said he is a good man. Others said, no, he's leading the people astray. Yet for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. How many times do we not speak of God because we don't want to embarrass someone? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we hear about people who, instead of tipping, they, they give a Bible tract to the waiters or waitresses or um, they... The people who are out on the street corner shouting, you're going to hell. We, we hear all the, the bad stories. And that might stop us from speaking up because we think we might offend someone or someone might make fun of us or for whatever reason. And, and how many times are we doing what they're doing, not speaking openly, not speaking publicly, not standing for Jesus um, because of fear of something around us Mm -hmm. and sharing with others you know how can we share this with others well we can step up and talk and and let others know 
what God has done for us. We, we don't need to be out there preaching, hey, you need to find Jesus. You're going to burn. You, you. We can just say, you know, today God worked in my life in this way. Um, I, it's very rare now where out in the public forum I hear someone say, I'm thankful for God for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, or God has helped me do this. Or give glory to God. But when you hear it, it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you hear it in a genuine sense, it's, oh yeah, they're Christian too. And I think we can do that for others. We can be that Christian. We can um, speak of God, the testimonies in our life, what he's doing, and share that with others. Mm-hmm. I also like this uh, line of Jesus, the world cannot hate you. I mean, is the world not able to hate capable of doing that the world cannot hate you so if you are aligned with the principles of the world and the ruler of the world right the world cannot hate you because the hate is being focused on those who are different and those who are a threat Mm -hmm. jesus christ was indeed a threat for the pharisees for the sadducees he was clean and open and pure um, it was no uh, earthly interest in everything he was doing. He was genuinely interested in anyone's well-being, invited everyone to come into his kingdom. So for this reason, all the hate of the world was focused on Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The world cannot hate those who are in sync with, with it, that is, with the world. Yeah. And, and I've found that's true many times. Um, I used to go door to door and hand out books. Um, and when, when we take it as personal slights, mm-hmm. that this person hates me, um, it makes us not want it to get out there. But when we see I'm doing this work and uh, it's a rejection of God, not me, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. It, it changes it, that mm-hmm. that I'm out here for God. Uh, I'm out here sharing for God and and there might be some who don't accept it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that they're rejecting who I am. Um, so I, I think that helped a little. Yeah, They reject uh, him who sent you. Yeah. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. Father God, I ask that your spirit will go with us and that Amen. we will speak up for you. We won't be silent. That, Father, we will believe in you, that we won't hide from you. We pray that we will wait on your timing. And if your time has not yet come, we'll be satisfied not to move until we hear. But, Father, I pray that we will look for your hand in action and we will work with the knowledge that we have already. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.